Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country and North America. Excited for the topic today. It's kind of an accumulation of the entire year. Uh, here we are recording towards the end of November, um, getting ready to end Q4 2023. Lots of great things to reflect on and lots to look forward to in 2024. Despite all the changes, I think those changes are presenting opportunities. And so we're going to get into that a little bit today as well. The focus of today's topic is career visioning. A lot of ourselves are asking, a lot of us are asking ourselves, did I pick the right industry to be in? Is this the right time? What should I be doing differently? What should I be double downing on? And what should I be cutting entirely in my business? We, about a year ago as Elite Real Estate Systems, put together a guide. We call it our Elite Real Estate Systems Guide to Building and Scaling a Dominant Team. It just so happens that this specific guide has 12 main pillars that it focuses on, and they are the exact 12 pillars of Elite Real Estate Systems Group Coaching. So even if you're not thinking about joining a coaching company and you're not wanting to join Elite Real Estate Systems, these topics are specific to you and your business, and they are evergreen. This would have worked 10 years ago. These concepts will still work 10 years from now. So the last one for the month of December is career visioning. But starting in January, we're going to be going into big picture. And so I end up kicking off the Thursday high-level call the first Thursday of each month, and I'll talk from a 30,000-foot view. And then my partner, Andy Cuny, will get into the weeds the following three or four Thursdays speaking to each of the topics. So January's big picture really takes a holistic look at your company as a whole and all of the different moving pieces to the business and what needs to be scaled and maybe what needs to be sunsetted. We then get into lead generation. The month after, we talk about lead conversion. We then get into recruiting and building a sizable team. We talk about accountability. So as you have those recruits and you're teaching them and training them, how do we hold them accountable at a high level? We talk about zero costing all of our overhead. So how am I going to afford all these different positions? How am I going to afford all the different costs that are in the office? We'll talk about leveraged roles. So like what are the most important roles inside your organization so you're not having to wear 100 hats? We talk about building and keeping culture, the importance of a culture that attracts and retains top talent. We talk about marketing presentations, how to use a buyer presentation, listing presentation, recruiting presentation, et cetera. We talk about agent retention. What are the top, the top three or four strategies we can implement in our business to retain our agents? We talk about metrics tracking, which is what we discussed um, this month, the month of November. And then we end, end the year with talking about career visioning, which is one of my favorite conversations. So I'm going to spend the next five or 10 minutes truly talking about my why and thinking about going into 2024, what my goal and my mission is going to be, and then how that goal and mission extends to my agents. If you download the guide, you can find it online at um, growwithers.com. So just go to growwithers.com. We have a free PDF download for you. And you'll see inside of the list, it gives those 12 topics I just read off. The last month being career visioning, it says defining your why as agents and leaders. The goal should be to clarify what motivates the agents and leaders within your organization. And then the next point would be reverse engineering your agent's goals. I'm going to talk about that today, but you're going to use tracked prospecting numbers to set realistic goals for the upcoming year. And then of course, help the agents obtain those goals. And what we've always said is that if the, all of your agents hit their goals, that should be your company goal. And I feel like a lot of times as owners or businesses, business owners, we grab these arbitrary numbers and say, oh, we're going to do a hundred million this year. I'm going to make a million dollars, but we're not thinking about the people in the organization. 
all you really need to do is help them reach their full potential. And your company goal should be the total sum of if everyone in the organization hits their goals. And then the last for career visioning is crediting goals, uh, sorry, creating goals for your leadership team. So it's not enough, obviously, just to have goals for your agents, but are we setting specific um, trackable goals for our COO, our success manager, our transaction coordinators, et cetera, and being really intentional about it. So as we look at 2024, there is a lot of crazy in the market. There's uncertainty around how the agent on the buy side will get compensated. Um, there's a chance the buyer compensation will go away altogether and buyers would have to charge directly to a buyer, sorry, buyer agent would have to charge directly to a buyer to be compensated. We have a lot of ideas around that, but I don't think anyone needs to be like the sky is not falling. The industry is not going to end. Even if a buyer agent didn't get compensated, it, we are going to be set. We would be set back two or three decades. I remember when I got my lights, when I got my real estate license, it was 2006. Um, but I was exposed to real estate when I was in kindergarten at five years old in 1986. My mom was a real estate agent. That's when she got her license. And I remember the multiple listing books she'd have in her car and her having to call listing agents and then going to their office to pick up a key and then driving to the house, a lot of times accompanied by the listing agent. And the only way to see property at that time was to call directly to the brokerage that had the listing and or the agent that that house was listed with. Buyers wouldn't use a buyer agent um, without you couldn't access a house essentially without access through the listing side. So oftentimes buyers would just call directly to a listing agent. And I do think that that could happen again if we start directly charging a buyer. This isn't a problem for someone that has a huge sphere of influence. So as we're thinking intentionally about how do we want to create the most value for our agents and then how do we want to make create the most value for our consumer, first and foremost with our agents is let's go back to the basics. Let's make sure all of our sphere of influence knows we want listings, we need listings. I know in most places, it's still a seller's market. It's obviously softer than it was what it was a year ago, but it's still from an inventory standpoint, a seller's market where I live in Omaha in the Midwest. I know we're a little protected from the coastal markets, but most places is still a buyer, uh, sorry, a seller market. And so interest rates have continued to climb. We think there will be softening rates, but no one knows. And it doesn't matter. People are going to buy and they're going to sell. Um, I joke, it's kind of like toilet paper. doesn't matter what market you're in, people are buying toilet paper. People are going to need a place to live. They're going to be buying houses. The question is, how big of a house can they afford? How much, What will their monthly payments be? <clears throat> and then the other question is, how will agents be compensated on those real estate transactions? So from a leadership standpoint, if you are in, in the role of selling and building a team, or you're, maybe you're just selling, or maybe you're just running a team, you really need to answer for yourself, why are you doing this? Do you still want to do this? Do you want to have to navigate the changes that are going to be coming in our industry? We've had a long stretch with no shift, um, a long stretch, stretch of harvesting that grain um, and hopefully putting it away for a rainy day. Because I do think for those that aren't willing to change, it will be a rainy day the next 12 to 24 months. And those that aren't changing now, if you're not already thinking about it, you're going to be left behind. I would guess, I would suspect that half of the licensed agents in the country will be out of the business in the next 12 months. And I believe that those that are still in the business will be the teams and agents that have large databases and they'll survive off of their listing commissions. So I suspect that's going to be the case. I have said for five years on the podcast that this day would come. Um, this isn't, I told you so, this is more of an affirmation of here we are. Uh, the commission is continuing to go down like we always suspected. And ancillary businesses are more important now than they ever have been. 
not only because it generates more profit at the point of sale, but it gives you something that you can exit from that has a higher value. Anything with reoccurring revenue, like a book of business in home and auto insurance or an investment portfolio or a property management company, there's guaranteed reoccurring revenue that's coming in. While selling real estate's exciting and you get a big chunk of money up front, you get one chunk of money one time. And that money's only gonna be there on your next transaction. So the predictability of the revenue is much less than the predictability of revenue based on something that has predictable income. So as I think about my why and why I'm in the real estate business, there are a lot of changes. I enjoy change. My personality type's a DI. I like change. I like having to pivot. I like having to shake things up and I'm okay with that. Um, if you've read the book, it's like 70 pages. Who moved the cheese? The entire point is big block of cheese. All these, these skinny rats get fat eating the, the cheese and the cheese moves. Some of the rats keep coming back to the same spot with no cheese, asking themselves, what's going on? Why is there no cheese? What am I going to do? While the other rats are scurrying off looking for the other opportunities. So we need to uh, be cognizant of the fact that the cheese has moved. If you don't know that, then you're in denial. You're in denial phase, and your bank account will soon prove that it is the cheese has moved. Congratulations to those who continue to do well. The reason for that is you have pivoted or you've stayed hyper-focused on the one thing that does drive revenue, and you have your KPIs figured out. That's the whole intention behind Elite Real Estate Systems. We picked those 12 pillars, and those are the main core pillars that are going to help any business be successful. You know, we talked about lead gen and lead conversion. Everyone wants to talk about lead gen, but no one talks about the hard part, which is the work that goes behind converting the lead. Um, everyone wants to talk about recruiting, but no one wants to talk about training agents. When's the last time you saw an infomercial talk about the importance of training your agents or the importance of holding your agents accountable? Why isn't this getting discussed? Why isn't this getting marketed and promoted? It's not because it's not flashy. People don't want to spend money on how to do the work. They want to spend money on the easy button, but nothing's easy. Success comes from hard work consistently over long periods of time. So as I think into 2024 as a thought leader, and if you're a leader of a team, you're a thought leader as well, I want to improve myself. I want to get better. I want to listen to more podcasts. I want to read more books, and I want to mastermind with more high-level people. That's been the same every year that I've been in business for me personally to help me become the best version of myself. Now, more than ever, I need to invest in myself first and foremost so that I can show up for my podcast audience, I can show up for my clients, I can show up for my agents, and I can help affect and impact change more so now than ever any other time in my life. With that, um, I also want to continue to have a real estate company in Omaha, uh, which is where my flagship team exists. I also have 10 teams that we are helping support nationally. Um, our goal is to have over 100 teams by the end of next year that we help support nationally. I don't own those teams. We coach to those teams, but we partner with them in ancillary businesses. And I know I've been talking a lot about ancillary businesses for quite some time, at least five years. I launched my first ancillary business was Tidal in 2015. So it's almost eight years ago now. Um, we now own a mortgage company, title company, insurance company, property management company, investment company, coaching company um, that are all scaling nationally into all 50 states. So it's my goal to help teams and agents that are struggling uh, find a solution through ancillary businesses. So my big why is becoming the solution to not only helping agents and team leaders like those listening to the podcast, but also the consumer that is going to be lost if if buyer's agents aren't representing them anymore. Um, now more so than ever, people are going to need agents. They're going to need experts and professionals in the field, not someone just collecting a commission check. And I think by pivoting and positioning ourselves with ancillary businesses, we're helping to create additional revenue um, 
at at point of sale, but also more importantly, building wealth. And that's our entire focus is increase profit, build wealth and create freedom that will come from that predictable revenue. So from a career visioning standpoint and the topic for December in elite real estate systems, if you guys want to be a part of these conversations, it's a thousand dollars a month. Like there's no coaching in the country that you can get for a thousand a month. You're in a group setting of your peers. We have almost a hundred group coaching clients. We get about 30 to 40 that are on each of the calls. You can interact with myself and Andy when we bring the content to you. And then you can, we have a Q and a session at the end of every call. So you're always masterminding with us. It's a great value add. All of your agents will get a seat for free in the agent training, which is two hours a week, every Monday's topical and every Wednesday's dialogue. So for a thousand bucks a month, all your agents will get training two hours a week. Now, more important than ever, speaking to topics that are relevant today that are going to help your agents sell more real estate. And then you'll get an hour of group coaching. If you want one-on-one coaching, that's an extra thousand dollars a month that gives you two hours a month with Andy Cuny um, or Logan Boyce. And you can pick which one you feel like is a better fit for you. And that's usually set up in 30 minute calls every week, or you can do two, two calls a month, an hour each, or you can just do one, two hour call. That's entirely up to you how you want to do that. So we have a lot of options for you at elite real estate systems. Just go out to grow with ers.com, um, ers demo call.com or elite real estate systems.com. You can find more information out about our group coaching and our one-on-one coaching guys. This is the most important time to be ready. Uh, the cheese has moved. If you don't know, like I said, pay, pay attention to your bank account. The predictability of point of sale is probably the most unpredictable now than it has been since I've been in the business. I got my license, like I said, in 2006. Um, the forecast is is bleak. No one knows. There's there's this is unprecedented to have interest rates climb as much as they've almost tripled in two years. Um, to still be in a seller market, construction um, is the hottest it's ever been. There's not enough homes in a lot of places for people to live in. Uh, things are crazy. And it's a crazy time and crazy times provide great opportunities. So we have to be leader. Uh, we have to be strong leaders for those that are following in our organizations. Uh, we have to be the solution to the problem. And so all of the basics that I started learning and implementing in 06, 07, 08, 09 are now more applicable today than they were the last five years because it was so easy the last five years to sell. We have to get back to the basics. We have to have a simple CRM client relationship management platform that we put all of our leads into. We have to hold our agents accountable to working leads. We have to hold the agents accountable to working period. Agents don't know what they need to be doing with their time. We have a lot of hours awake. If you're sleeping six hours a night, I think you're awake like 127 hours and people say full time. What does that mean? Is that 20 hours, 40 hours, 60 hours? And what are we busy about? It's not enough just to be busy. So are we busy prospecting? Are we busy servicing? Are we busy at the coffee uh, machine getting a second refill or a third refill and just spinning our wheels? It's our job as leaders to control these time blocks for the agents in our world and hold agents accountable to spending their, their time in their highest income producing activity. And then the topic of December and career visioning is all about reverse engineering your agent's goals. And so you work with them to define the why, what is their purpose of life? What kind of revenue do they need to generate to live and lead that lifestyle? And then how many houses would they need to sell to be able to generate the revenue? So let's say in Omaha, Nebraska, somebody wants to make six figures and that would take 24 sales at an average sales price of 330,000 with let's say a 3% average commission payout with whatever the average split is at my brokerage. Let's just say it's 24 houses. Well, I know, we know from the research we've done over the last 10 years and converting 2,500 internet leads, we know that it takes about 150 call attempts to have one sale. 
And why that, that breaks down is it takes five calls to get a decision maker on a phone. <clears throat> it takes 10 decision makers to set up one appointment in person. And it takes three realized in-person's appointments to be able to go meet, to be able to put one deal under contract. So if I know it's 150 calls to sell one home, and I know it takes 24 sales to make the six figures, I can now lead my agent and say, you know, if you want to sell 24 houses, we're going to take 150 call attempts times 24 houses equals X. And then we'll divide that over 52 weeks. And now we know how many calls we have to make each week. And let's say the number is 100 calls a week. 100 calls a week on a cell phone takes about three hours. If you're on a dialer like Mojo Dialer, it takes less than an hour and agents will spin their wheels doing all these other activities because they don't want to get on a phone. And I've been hearing this time and time again from clients and from agents. They're not, they don't want to be glorified telemarketers. Welcome to sales. If you're an agent and you're in sales, you are a glorified telemarketer. Even if you're not on a phone call and you're at a mastermind event, you're at church, you're at your CrossFit box, you're selling, you're a promoter, you're a telemarketer, you're marketing the service that you provide as an agent. Get off the soapbox, get off the pride train of thinking you're too good to get on a phone, that is where your opportunities are going to come from. It's it's speaking to new people. It's reaching out to your database. The best people are people that bought or sold with you the last 12 months. The second best people are the people that have told you they're going to buy or sell in the next 12 months. And then the third best group is anyone that you know, that knows you, likes you, trusts you, that you think would refer to you. All those people should be getting a call once a month right now, more so than ever. And you should talk to them about the uncertainty of the real estate market and see if they have questions and ask them if they're thinking about buying or selling or want to invest. And these are all the types of things as a leader we need to be motivating our agents to do if we want to help them succeed coming into 2024, help them continue to be relevant, help them continue to be necessary, help them to continue driving revenue at point of sale so that we can have revenue coming into our business so that we can hire the other positions so that we can offset our overhead expenses and have these additional roles to help your agents hit, hit all of their goals in 2024. If you guys want additional information, like I've already mentioned, you need more support, you need more handholding, you need to be coached in a group setting and or one-on-one -on -one setting, or you want more information about how to launch ancillary businesses like mortgage, insurance, title, investing, et cetera, go out to growwiththers.com, book your call with Logan Boyce, one of our owners and one of our um, initial coaching clients who was able to exit his business, making over a million a year, working less than five hours a week on his business. Um, you can go to ersdemocall.com to book a call with him today. And until next time, we appreciate you guys coming out to the podcast. This will be one of the last of the year. Uh, really looking forward to career visioning in the month of December. And we hope to see you at the next podcast.